Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's getting closer to midnight. I try to get closer to you. Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Leah on the Line. How are you? Happy Tuesday. I hope you had the best weekend. I miss you guys so much. What did you get up to? I'm a celebrity is back on our screens, guys. I'm a celebrity back, but I'm already pissed off. I'm already pissed off because Olivia Atwood was my queen of the jungle. I'm telling you now, she was going to take that throne. She was going to go with that crown. She was going to walk over that bridge with the big thing in your hands. What is that thing in your hand? It's like a big burning torch, isn't it? I can't even picture it. What is it? And like a big grass crown, isn't it? Anyway, and they walk over and they're like, ah, Queen of the Jungle, Queen of the Jungle. And all their family are like, oh, I knew you could do it, I knew you could do it. Anyway, that was going to be Olivia. I'm telling you now, it was going to be Olivia. And listen, I'm not I'm not much of a gambler, okay? Like, I'm not a crazy girl. I'm not, I'm not a gambler at all. But, and I do not promote gambling. Let me just say that. Let me just say that. But, I put a little bet on Olivia Atwood's win. Yeah, I did. Crazy, crazy girl. I put £10 on. Well, actually, I'll tell a lie. I put a bet on Olivia Atwood's come first and Mike Tyndall's come second. Now, listen, I don't know who Mike Tyndall is. Okay, I'm not a sporty girl. I don't know if you could tell that about me. Sport isn't really my expertise, but apparently he was a favourite twin. So I was like, oh, he's got to be a legend. He's got to be a bit of a legend. Do you know what I mean? He's got to be a cool guy. So it was like shit odds for just to have Olivia to win. Like it was like four to one and I was like I'm not betting more than 10 pounds because I'm actually not that crazy I'm actually not and I'm, I'm, I don't have enough money <laughs> so I was like I need to choose more of a crazy bet like a more risky bet so I went for that one anyway Olivia's been removed from the jungle and I'm still yet to find out why by the time this episode airs I'm sure we will know hopefully we'll find out in tonight's episode I'm recording this on Monday night by the way so this makes sense um but yeah I'm really pissed off because like now he's gonna win I don't know, I'm loving that Jill woman, the Euros footballer, like she's Euros, I mean she played in the Euros, I mean I'm, I just made that up, I just know she plays for England, I'm sure she played in the Euros, I'm sure she won the Euros for us girlies, you know what I mean, but um, the way that she bossed that plank challenge where she had to walk out on that plank, I was like that is my girl, that's my girl, like the way that the guy, what's his name, Baba, Baba, I love that, cute name, he couldn't do it. And then the woman, yeah, woman, I love you. The way that she was just like, just fucking get off of it and let me have a go, will ya? She just walked straight out like she was just walking to the shop. I was like, where, where are you two, babe? You understand how high that is? Yeah, you could die. She just walked straight over. Couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. And I think she's going to be a real team player. Like, obviously, she's in a women's football team. So first of all, she is a woman's woman. She is a girl's girl, yeah. She does things to represent the, the females. Yeah, I love that for her. And also, she's a team player, so she's going to be really encouraging, like she was in that first challenge. She's going to be really, like, empowering, motivational. She's a powerful, strong, independent woman, and she's going to be really supportive. And I think that's going to make her really good in all the trials, especially ones where you do it, like, as a team, like, one and two people, do you know what I mean? And I think she's going to boss it, and I don't think much is going to scare her. I just got a feeling that she's going to be this like brave. I mean, she's a lioness after all. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, she is my winner. But at the same time, 
will she get boring like is it a bit like yeah we get it you you're not scared of anything boring and then she won't get any trials and then you know she'll just like float through i don't really know who the winner is now because i'm quite good at predicting the winner of i'm a celeb and whenever there is a female reality star they take the crown because people love them they're relatable they're down to earth they're real they're normal people like they usually haven't been in the limelight for very long so they're still just so relatable to everyone they haven't like lost touch with themselves you know what i mean so every time there's a reality star on the show i'm like the crown's yours babe do you know what i mean just take it and run but this time olivia was the the only reality star i think I don't actually know. I don't know many of them this year. I can't lie. Isn't it awkward, right? And I'm a celeb when they meet. Like, what's that guy? I think he was from Hollyoaks, a Hollyoaks actor. And he goes over to Boy George and he's like, what's your name, mate? And like, surely Boy George is looking at him thinking like, <laughs> it's Boy George. It's Boy George to you. Like, is that not awkward? Like, when you go on I'm a celeb, you're like, shit, what if I ask someone who they are and I should just know? Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine like walking over to Boy George and saying, what's your name, mate? He's like... <laughs> As if you don't know my name. George. <laughs> it's George. And you? What's your name? I've never seen your face before. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit awkward, isn't it? Like, imagine going on I'm seven. Everyone's like, what's your name? You've like, well, I'm fucking irrelevant, aren't I? Do you know what I mean? Like, that would be a fear of mine. Because <laughs> I'm definitely going to go on I'm celeb because I'm such a major celebrity, you know? Do you know one show I would love to do? You have to be a celebrity to do it, so it's never going to happen. I mean, maybe I'll just have overnight stardom like Justin Bieber. But I'd love to go on um, Strictly. I've always wanted to be good at dancing and I just feel like if I was forced to, I would be quite good. Like I've just got this thing in me that I just have, I'm convinced I'll be like this just goddess on the dance floor. I wouldn't be, like I'd literally be a big clumsy clown, but gosh, do you know what I mean? I'd really enjoy it. But anyway, what a boring long intro. Just shut up, Mia, get on with it. I hope you guys are okay. We've got some really cool dilemmas. I mean, they're not cool. They're literally your real lives and I can only apologise, but some some few, a few different angles today like we we it's not just like the typical ones that we talk about earlier on the line oh my god I can tell it's gonna be a day full of stuttering which can't get my words out I'm also getting worse with doing an accent all the time and I can I can literally feel how irritating that is like I can literally hear it and I'm annoyed and like whenever my boyfriend does American accent it annoys me and I'm like can you just stop doing that accent like it just really annoys me yet I'm such a hypocrite because I, I don't even speak in an English accent barely ever but he'll be like yeah that's fantastic and I'll be like can you please stop doing that because it it actually really 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 irritates me but anyway (laughs) I can only apologize to be honest I've just I've I don't know who I am anymore I feel like it it was it started as a joke and now I'm just multiple personalities the Australian's always going to be a favorite though do you know what I mean okay guys without further ado let's get into the episode Okay, you guys, the weekly debate this week is actually inspired by one of the dilemmas that is up and coming, up and coming, that makes it sound like it's like trendy, it's up and coming, coming up, right? And it is, oh my god, why did I take such a deep breath, it ain't that long, <sighs> so I need to exhale, I filled my lungs up too much then. Has anyone ever tried to breathe in time with their dog? Because I tried doing it the other day, like obviously not thinking about the fact that my dog's literally a toy poodle, so her, the size of her lungs her lungs is not the same as mine and I was trying to breathe like in sync with her like watching her back go up and down I was like trying to breathe at the same time and she breathes like she takes in these like little breaths and she holds it for ages then she finally exhales and like I nearly passed out I literally passed out (laughs) and then I was just sat to myself thinking what are you doing Leah you're 25 years old and you're having the same thoughts that like a nine-year-old child would have and then I just um carried on with my day and didn't really want to acknowledge what might actually be wrong with me but anyway back to the weekly debate (laughs) it is if your partner said they don't ever want to get married but you do would this be a deal breaker so I think a lot of you might have misinterpreted the question so the question was if your partner wanted to get married and you do like you want to get married because a lot of you were like oh no I'm not I'm not actually that bothered but like imagine if you were bothered and you're like I have like let's say you're one of those people that's like I know what dress I'm wearing, like I've thought about marriage, I can't wait to be a wife, like say that's on your like to-do list in your life. You meet this guy, like you fall in love and he's like, I'm, I'm not getting married, no way, there's no way, I hate marriage or like no, I just don't believe in it or like no, waste of money, waste of time, it's a piece of paper because obviously loads of people believe that which I can I completely understand. So if you are on complete opposite pages, 
is that a deal breaker? So let's read your responses. One of you says, yes, 100,000%. Um, yes, always discuss these things before you're too deep in a relationship. But then it's the difficult thing because it's like, how can you discuss this before it's deep? Like, imagine it's not that deep and you're like, so do you want to get married? Do you know what I mean? But then also it's fair. It's a fair thing to say because of this reason exactly. So yeah, you are right. You are right. Um, get married, however. Oh, I'm reading the second half of her response. Okay. No, I think marriage is getting old now and less people are getting married. I would love to get married. However, it defo isn't a deal breaker in my opinion. Oh, okay. So you're like, yeah, I want to, but like, it's not a deal breaker if he doesn't. Like, I'm happy to compromise and not. (laughs) Um, Not for me, but I know girls who it probably would be. Somebody says, yes, why do you have such bad commitment issues? Will they even be able to commit to me? Yeah, I get you. It's like, is it because, like, surely part of you would think it's because you you want to, you know, be able to end the relationship as simply as possible. Like, if you decide you don't want to be with me, which you're suggesting is a possibility, you want that to be doable without having to go through divorce. You know, that would that would ring in my head for sure. Um, 100% if you go along with it you have to accept their mind may never change absolutely valid 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 point oh this is literally my problem right now but I love him so much oh no that is so shit maybe you're the girl that sent me the dilemma oh my god who knows we'll get to it alarm bells that they wouldn't commit but I also think the need for marriage isn't as important now marriage isn't the be all or end all but I'd still question why because what the fuck marry me yeah um this is my situation he doesn't believe in it but the older I get the less I care I'm 27 now right so this is a case of like you wanted it but you're just having to accept that it's not gonna it's not gonna be in your story you know oh I feel sad about that um how to the yeah put that ring on my finger honey yeah girl Yes, absolutely. I can't change someone's opinion and you'll resent them deep down. That's a great point. Like at the time, marriage might feel so far away for you that you're like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like we're not going to get married, whatever. And then you might get to an age where one day you thought or you maybe imagined that you would get married around that age and you might get to that age and be like, ah, I'm never going to get that now. You know, that could, oh, that would be kind of shit. Um, if If he compromised and we got engaged, I would be okay with it. I just want the ring, lol but the point of an engagement is you're engaged, like you're getting married. So that's, I didn't get that. Like that would be shit for me because it means nothing. Like imagine proposing like, will you marry me? Like when you propose to someone, you say, will you marry me? And then you have to say, yeah. So if he's going to turn around and be like, right, I'm going to propose to you, but we're not having a wedding. We're not getting married. And you're like, okay, okay. I just want an engagement ring. <laughs> then people will be like, when are you getting married? And when are you get married? And you're going to have to be like, we're not. I just, want, I just wanted to be engaged. Like he didn't want to get married and I did. So we did half, <laughs> you know? Um, no, marriage isn't everything and doesn't determine your length of relationship. I think maybe you mean strength or length I guess it's a deal breaker definitely something to discuss nearer the start of the relationship um no but I'd be disappointed it means a lot to me I'd be asking why it doesn't to him yeah for sure but I can totally see why there are like a ton of people that don't want to get married like I can totally understand why my mum's one of those people she's never ever wanted to get married um and I mean put it this way listen to this my dad obviously was with my mum they neither of them ever wanted to get married they've been separated since I was tiny but my dad recently got married and he was like that was never a thing for him like he was never gonna get married and he recently got married so that would be scary to me because I'd be like is it me am I the drama like you'd be a bit like you know surely if it was right I could change your mind you know like my dad's mind was changed. He was like, actually, you know, I want to be married now. I never thought I would, but I do. Which is crazy. Like, imagine, yeah, I, okay, I haven't actually said my opinion. My opinion is, I'm not one of those people that's like, I know what wedding dress I want. I want this venue, like this color scheme. Like I've never been that kid that's like, imagined her wedding day. But, 
every time I think about getting married, it makes me feel really like, oh, like it'd be so sweet. Like I would love to be married. I would love to be a wife and have someone's last name. Well, not someone's, hopefully the guy I'm with now, you know, <laughs> not here to waste any time, babe, do you know what I mean? But, you know, like, I love the thought of being someone's wife and having a husband and being like, it's me and you forever. Like, I love the thought of someone getting down on one knee and proposing to me and be like, I want to spend my whole life with you. <laughs> like, I actually love that. Like, imagine someone looks at you and they think, I know there is no one else for me. Like, that is the most incredible feeling. Like, I love you so much. I want me and you forever, forever and ever till the day we die. Oh, I can't think about that. Jeez. But that's what I love about it. So if I was with somebody and they were like, no, never getting married. It's not an option for me. I'd feel gutted because I'd almost feel like you're taking that opportunity away from me. Like you're taking away something that I will now never be able to experience ever. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, I can't do this alone. I can't do that alone. Like I kind of need you on board, babe. And if they weren't, then I'd be, I'd feel like you're taking that away from me. So I'm not, I don't know if it's a deal breaker. I think I'd be one of them idiots that's like, well, yeah, that's totally fine. Like say I was dating someone and they were like, oh yeah, I don't think I want to get married, but I really liked him. Like I would convince myself I'm going to change his mind. And then like six years down the line, he'd be like, I told you from day one, we aren't getting married. And I'd be like, yeah, you did do that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So I'd be the idiot that thinks it's going to change. And then I'd be heartbroken and have to find myself a husband. So mm, that's a difficult debate, guys. Are you, I'd say you're pretty 50-50. Like half of you are like, I'd like to get married, but I'm not like willing to lose a soulmate over it. Do you know what I mean? Like I've, if I really truly believe we're soulmates, then that's fine. Like I can not marry him if it's really not something he wants. But for me, I'm I don't, I'm, I'm on the fence because I'm, I'm like 75% that's a deal breaker. So pretty high, I suppose. Um, Yeah, interesting. Honestly, that's really difficult. But honestly, this is a great lead into our dilemmas. So get comfortable, guys. We have some fantastic dilemmas today. Get comfortable, get a cup of tea, get a glass of wine, whatever you want. And let's get into some dilemmas. Okay, everyone, I feel like this is the perfect one to kick it off. So let's just dive straight into it. It says, hey, Leah, this is probably a short dilemma, but I could really do with yours and the listeners advice. My partner has been married previously in the past. He is now divorced. (laughs) That's a relief. He said to me he won't ever marry again. Do you think this is a deal breaker? Do you think he'll change his mind? I recently saw his wedding photo album and it made me feel upset. Is it normal to feel this way? Thanks. We are in our 20s. Okay, so I feel like 20s is vague because like 21, 22, 23, it's like early. 27, 28, 29. It's a whole transition, I feel like. So that's a difficult one because I don't really know the ages we're talking But if he's married, I'm going to assume you can't be like early, early 20s. But then I suppose he could have got married like super young. So who knows? But I, I feel like this is really, really tricky because especially looking at the photo album, first of all, why the fuck have you still got it? Where the fuck have you got that wedding album? Second of all, why did she get to experience that? And because it didn't go well, that means... I, you're going to take that from me. Like, we're, we're never going to have that. I'm never going to have that. You know, why did she get it? Like, it that would hurt. Like, to be like, she got to marry you. Like, you, she got to experience you getting down on one knee and saying, will you marry me? And I'm not going to. Like, that is so hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. But also, it's like, I can really understand why it would put him off because it's like that was probably a really difficult thing to to accept like a divorce a a failed marriage like do you know what I mean like that can be that can be a really hard thing to sort of accept and get your head around because it can it was probably quite hard for him and traumatic to be honest so I can see why he'd be like I ain't fucking doing that again but then it's like why should you suffer you know, like, it's hard, because I get it, like, I do get his side, but at the same time, I really, really, I I really sympathize for you, because I just think, 
that would be a horrible way to feel, especially knowing somebody else got it. Like, it's not just a case of like, nah, I don't really fancy getting married. It's like, he did, he did. But then, I don't know, maybe maybe he never did, but she might have convinced him. And then he was like, oh, I never even wanted to get married in the fucking first place. And look how that turned out. Do you know what I mean? So it's tricky because I really do see your side and how it can be, how it can hurt you. Um... I think it's a case of like similar to all the responses in the weekly debate, whether you're willing to accept that, you know, will he change his mind? Who knows? I suppose it depends how recent the divorce was, how big it was. Like, was it this huge thing? Like, was it like a massive, we're getting divorced, huge shock to everyone? Like, was it really overwhelming? Was How was the wedding? Like, was it a good experience for him? Did he like being a husband? I think there's a lot more to it than whether it, he will change his mind. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know him, you know? But I think the only advice I have for you is if it's something you really, 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 really want, um, to have a conversation of like, do you think you'll ever change your mind? Because I really want to be a wife and I really want to get married. And if you don't think that's something you will ever give me, like if you can say to me now, I'm never going to marry you, that's something I'm going to have to take a minute to process and decide if that's something I can accept. Do you know what I mean? Um, Imagine like, I suppose it's the same with like, if somebody doesn't want kids, you know, like, and you were like, oh, I've always wanted to have kids. And he's like, I, I don't want, ki- I don't want children. Do you know what I mean? It's like a big life thing. Obviously having children's a bit more of a commitment than marriage, but it's like, you know, not commitment to each other. I mean, life commitment, but whatever. It's like, this is a huge thing that people plan and imagine in their lives from a young age sometimes. So it's like, it depends how you feel about it. Do you really really want it do you think you can accept that that might not be in your in your future um and how sure you are about this person being the one you know um I cannot give you advice on this to be honest like I cannot all I can say is I sympathize for you I also see his side um and I think maybe just have a conversation of like do you really think this isn't going to happen for me and then if he's like, yeah, babe, I can look you in the eyes and say, you can't change my mind. I'm sorry, you can't. Then there's sort of the information you need to process and be like, okay, what am I going to do here? Do you know what I mean? Please have this conversation and please let us all know what he says. Like, I'm dying to know, like, if he's like, I don't know, I'm not 100%. Do you know what I mean? Just right now in my life, I just really don't want to go through that again. Or if he's like, babe, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I love you so much. And I'm so sorry because this would be awful. Like, I'm so sorry for you. Like, this is, it's shit. <laughs> oh, hiccup. Oh my God, I, I don't really hiccup on the podcast that much anymore, do I? Do you remember I used to do that all the time? Throwback. Anyway, I love you so much. And I'm, I am sorry. And just, yeah, keep us updated. But remember, you're amazing. And, you know, you deserve happiness, baby girl. I love you so much okay next dilemma so it says hey girl love you and your pod I love you so much I need some advice if I'm overthinking a situation and if I just need to relax or if there's red flags slash commitment issues let's get into it so I've been dating someone since September we started talking in August things are going amazing it's just like sparks are flying every time we are together and the sex is amazing the most passionate sex I've ever had he's taking me on holiday the end of this month and we're just starting to meet each other's family oh okay so we're getting pretty serious and we speak about our future plans and things we'd like to do together okay gorge we've both said we're happy how we are etc and both agree on how amazing the sex is and he said he's never been this affectionate with someone before but with me it just feels right stunning we spoke about being official and he said comments like we both know where this is heading and we've got all the time in the world so there's no rush and I agreed, although I just want to be official now. And he said, there's no pressure, just enjoy being where we are in the moment. Does this sound to you like he has commitment issues? 
is there any red flags? I'm worried by these comments that he's pushing back on making us official or am I just overthinking and it's normal to say these things two months in? Help me. I know the strong connection is on both sides but I can't help but be worried we will never be official and that he has commitment issues. Love you. Bye. I love you too so much. Wow. Okay. That's tough because I feel like two months is enough time to sort of know but then I also know that there's like a ton of people that will be seeing someone for like six months before they're official. Like some people just really drag out the seeing each other time. Whereas I've, I don't think I've ever been seeing someone for more than two months. Um, so it's tricky because I do feel like, you know, if you want to be in a relationship with someone two months in, I feel like, you know, at that point, do you not? Um, and we all know, like, we've done this on the podcast, guys don't play hard to get, they don't play games, if you want, if they want you, you'll know about it, like, they have said it themselves over here on the other line. So the fact that he's like, you know, there's no rush, I'm like, it's been two months, I'm not rushing, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's a pretty normal time to put a label on it, but like I said, I do know that a lot of people do that. Like a lot of people are just like, yeah, we're just taking it slow. We're just chilling. So to me, it does sound a bit like he's not sure yet. That has to be sort of the only reason you wouldn't. No, am I, am I being dumb by thinking that? Like surely the only thing that stops you from doing that is either you're talking to other people or you're not sure if you, if this person is like relationship material or because the idea of committing to somebody isn't a comfortable feeling like they're the only things I can kind of come up with what it might be I don't know if that makes me really dumb but that's just my genuine opinion like I don't know what else it could be like is he talking to anyone else I don't know it seems really serious between you two I feel like if you you're meeting each other's family and he's taking a holiday then he can't be and if he is then what the fuck so I feel like we can kind of rule that one out pretty pretty confidently I can rule that one out other two options were that he isn't sure if you're like the girlfriend material or because the idea of having a girlfriend might be scary to him you know like how long was his longest relationship when was his longest relationship how did it end who is she like I these are the questions I'd be asking myself not him I'd be wondering like when did you last have a breakup? Like, how long was your relationship? Have you had a long-term relationship before? Will I be your first girlfriend? Like, why is it, why aren't you sure yet? I think that's the only thing I can sort of whittle it down to is like, he's just not sure. And whether that be because he's not sure about you or because he's not sure he wants a girlfriend, I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure why he's not sure. But I feel like two months is an okay time. Like, it's not like it's been like six months and you're like, oh my God, don't take the piss out of me. Like, you're literally taking the piss out of me. So I feel like we can wait a little bit longer, you know, like whatever, take your time, take your time, take your sweet ass time. But I think maybe set like a time in your head of like how much time you're willing to give this boy before you feel like you're sort of being taken for granted. Maybe, I don't know, like... I feel like personally if I was seeing someone for four months and I knew I wanted to be his girlfriend and we weren't there yet that's almost confirmation for me that we're not on the same page like you don't want that because four months I'm not giving anyone more than four months of my time if you're still not sure about me like for me at that point I'm out of there I'm gone like for me that's enough like I've given you enough of my time do you know what I mean so yeah I feel like it's, it's difficult because you don't want to keep applying the pressure and keep bringing it up in conversation and being like, why aren't I your girlfriend? When are you going to ask me? How long do you need? It's been two months. What are you not sure about? Because that's when he's just going to be like, whoa, 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 leave me alone. It's a no. But at the same time, how much time are you trying to take off me? Like, do you know how lucky you are? Do you know how lucky you are to have me? Yeah. Lock it up, babe. Lock me down quick before someone else does. Yeah. Are you exclusive? I'd like to know that. I'd like to know that. But yeah, that's my thoughts on that one. Keep us all updated as always. If he does ask you, please let us know ASAP. We're all rooting for you. But I don't think it's massively concerning. It's two months, not like four, five, six. I I think we can wait a little bit longer if he needs it, you know, whatever. But 
you know, just keep all of those things in mind. Okay. I love you so much. Next dilemma. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, head eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, this one is a little bit different to something we've spoken about before, but it's interesting. Hey Leah, absolutely love the podcast and have been a listener since day one. Ah, I love you so much. I would love to get your take on this as I'm not sure it's something I've heard you discuss before. Okay girl, I got you. Basically, to cut a long story short, I'm pretty sure my sister-in-law, let's call her Sally, lol, dislikes me slash is jealous of me. I'm closer to her parents' sister, our other sister-in-law. Wait, I'm closer to her parents. Oh, 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 I read that wrong. I read that wrong. I'm closer to her partner's sister. Oh my God, wait, I'm so confused. Right, your sister-in-law, so your brother's sister. Oh my God, no, Leah, what the hell? I'm actually, there's actually something wrong with my brain. So your boyfriend's sister, Sally, dislikes you. And you're closer to Sally's partner's sister. How do you know Sally's partner's sister? Because that's like a... Oh my god, that's fucking frying my brain, that has. My brain's frazzled at that point. Anyway, continuing on. So you're close to another one. Okay, and closer to our mother-in-law too. Okay, so basically, you're... Wait, wait, so it's your boyfriend's brother's girlfriend. I literally can't wrap my head around that. Is everyone else getting it and just I'm just not? I think it's her boyfriend's brother's sister uh, oh my god her boyfriend's brother's girlfriend because you have the same mother-in-law so that makes sense you're basically the girlfriends to the family right I think that's what I'm getting here okay <sighs> shut up Leah okay let's go with that for now until I change my mind okay and closer to our mother-in-law too the reason I get this vibe is because she never wants to chat slash be friendly outside of family gatherings and I find this odd as we have quite a lot of common interests and both have little boys so it'd be nice if they could see each other and build that close cousin bond I had with my cousins growing up. However, she's not interested. I've also noticed that she never compliments me but has started to buy the same outfits she's seen me wear which I find odd. She's even started buying her little boy the same style clothes that I dress my son in. Totally different from what she'd usually choose, my ad, which is why I noticed. Okay. I often tell her how nice she looks if we're at a family occasion and it's never reciprocated. So you're like, oh my God, Sally, you look so pretty. And she's like, thanks. Rather than like, oh, so do you. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> you look horrible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> continue on. It's like she can't bring herself to make me feel good about myself. She also never acknowledges my posts on social media, but is always active on there and always engages with other family members' posts. My partner and our other sister-in-law, for example. Holy fuck. How many sister-in-laws are there? I'm literally so confused. Right. I actually asked why she does this and it was turned on to me that I shouldn't care about social media so much. Um, shut up. Actually, shut up. That's rude. That's actually rude. She's definitely online snubbing me, but of course can't admit it as that would make her look childish. She even ignores cute photos of my son, her nephew, because I'm the one posting them. I just can't help but feel that this is totally uncalled for. She also made a comment recently where we were at our mother-in-law's about how we get special treatment because my mother-in-law bought some wine she knew I liked. Okay, weird thing to say. Our mother-in-law doesn't treat me any differently, but we do make more effort to see and spend more time with her. So maybe we're closer due to that and she doesn't like it. She was part of the family for quite a lot of years before I came along only two and a half years ago. Okay, so I think I'm right in the fact that it's you're the girlfriend's. It's not your boyfriend's sister. It's your boyfriend's brother's sister. Oh my God. I mean boyfriend's brother's girlfriend. Fucking hell there. Okay. Continue on. A lot of which was spent not seeing her due to lockdown. And I'm wondering if she doesn't like that I've taken the limelight off of her and she's no longer the one and only daughter slash sister-in-law in the family. I know it sounds trivial and petty, but I struggle not to take it personally when she behaves in this way. It's also causing a few issues between my boyfriend and I, the father to my son, as I don't like the fact a member of his family doesn't seem to like me and I'm getting to the point where I don't want to spend time at family functions. My boyfriend and I are both real family people, so this is a horrible way to feel and it brings a down down onto our relationship what would you do in this situation how can I stop letting this petty behavior bother me I actually want to delete all social media just so I don't have to put up with her doing things to prove a point I realize it's probably not that deep but I'd love to get your take on why people snub others online as I don't think I've heard you discuss this topic before what does that mean what does snub people online mean I literally don't know what that means all I want is to get on with my partner's family and not be worrying about someone disliking me when there's no reason for her to. I've never been anything but kind to her. I know if I raise this, it will be turned back onto me and I'll be made to look like the bad guy and told that I'm overthinking things. Any advice? Much appreciated. Whoa, that was a little bit much for my little chipmunk brain. Okay, but I think I get it. I think I get it. You're the girlfriends of the family and she just is a bit cold with you, doesn't make you feel very liked. I am telling you now, she's jealous. I'm telling you now, she's jealous. I don't know what her star sign is, but it's giving Leo. Like, I know I'm a Leo, and that's why I can say that, because we tend to like being center of attention. Like, we tend to like it. <laughs> but, you know, we're not all nasty, cold, unwelcome, and rude bitches, okay? Like, like the little miss sister-in-law over here. I think she's jealous, because she probably really liked having more attention before you came along and now you're sort of closer to people and people probably like you maybe a little bit more and I think she sees you as competition I do especially because you both have like your little boys and like you're both the girlfriends of the family and she obviously really likes your fashion sense which you know as Drake says imitation isn't flattering it's just annoying me something like that honestly who actually knows what the lyric is is it even imitation i don't even know literally pointless shut up leah um i think she's jealous i think she feels like you are some sort of competition do not delete your social media i think what we need to work on is just not giving a shit like who actually cares like we need to get to the point where we don't need her to like you do you know what i mean like i don't okay you know what i can see you for who you are I can see that you feel like we're in competition. I don't, I personally don't feel that way about you. You know, if you are really successful, looking gorgeous one day, I'm happy for you. Yeah, if something amazing happens in your life, I'm happy for you. If you walk downstairs and you've got this gorgeous outfit on, I'm happy to tell you because you, you don't make me feel insecure about myself, right? If you come downstairs looking gorgeous, ready to go out for a family meal, she feels insecure and she feels inferior to you so she ain't gonna tell you you look good because that's made her feel shit that's my gut feeling on this one so I personally would just switch your mentality of like I know you are jealous of me and 
I'm not jealous of you. I'm happy for you. I'm always cheering you on, whether you're cheering me on or not. And I hope great, gorgeous, amazing things happen in your life. And you might not wish the same for me. And that's okay. I don't need you to. You know, I think maybe try and switch the mentality of like, I'm not even going to look if you like my pictures. I'm not even going to see... I'm not even going to show up to family gatherings thinking about how you're going to make me feel because I'm not giving you the power to make me feel anything anymore. Yeah, because I love this family and they love me. Unfortunately for you. Unfortunately for you, they love me better than you. They love me better than you. Because you're a jealous bit of bitch and I'm lovely and kind. (laughs) But I just think it's jealousy and I just think whatever. Like whatever, like who cares? Like if she doesn't like you, even if it wasn't jealousy, like even if she just thought she's just not my cup of tea, I don't like her at all, don't like her one bit, who cares? If you, like I always say, like I said in the self-love episode, if you know you're a good person, you know you treat people well, you know you've never been horrible to her, you know you never do anything to make her feel like shit, you, you know you never do anything to make her uncomfortable, if you can say that, then who cares? That's the truth. Yeah, I love you. And who cares? <laughs> unbothered, unbothered vibes, who cares? Yeah? Love you. Next dilemma. Okay, guys. This one is just pure chaos. Like, wish me luck. Actually, pray for me getting through this. But it's confusing. It's confusing. But it's juicy. Okay? Get, Get comfortable for this one. I love you. Hey, Leah. Absolutely love your podcast. I listen to it on my way to work every morning and it really sets me up for the day. Oh, I love you. I hope you're having a great commute to work today. Have an amazing day. I love you so much. So, my dilemma. At the time of this happening, I'd been with my boyfriend for seven years and we were were then looking at getting a house together. I randomly get a message one day on Facebook from a boy I didn't know. Let's call him Alex. The message ended up in my request, so I saw it a few days later than it was sent. It stated that I needed to speak to my boyfriend about his night out and my heart immediately began to race. I'm sorry. I am sorry who sends a message like that imagine getting that message hey babe hey leah no i'm not going to manifest that hey babe imagine imagine this hey babe um so sorry i just think i should give you a heads up you should probably talk to your boyfriend about what happened on saturday night actually fuck off like actually don't do that to anyone if you've got some information you tell me you tell me the information don't do that to someone okay Anyway, sorry, continuing on. As a bit of background, my boyfriend is quite reserved, works 99% of the time, and as a result, rarely goes out. Anyway, he'd gone on a night out prior to me getting this message with his friend, so I assumed that this was the one in question. This is written very well. It's very easy for my little brain to follow, she says, before she starts to stumble. I ask Alex for more details, and he explains that after my boyfriend's night out, he went back to his friend's house with his friends and Alex's girlfriend. We will call her Amy. Okay, everyone follow him. I think I'm on board. And her friends. Apparently, my boyfriend and Amy kissed. So Alex has come into your DMs and said, your boyfriend's kissed my girlfriend. I think that's what's happening. I didn't realise he went back to his friends after his night out, so I immediately grew suspicious. Yeah, so you're already like, this is all news to me. Like, I didn't know this happened. Right. I confronted him about this and he swears nothing happened. He said Alex came to pick Amy up in a rage after about 10 minutes. So Alex wasn't there. Okay. So you and Alex are the boyfriend and girlfriend of said people. (laughs) And neither of you at this place, your partners are at at an after party together. And apparently they kissed. And then Alex was going to pick Amy up really angry for some reason. Okay. I really complicated that, didn't I? Okay. So um, Alex went to pick Amy up in a rage after 10 minutes Oh my God, Leah, I would literally hate myself. After about 10 minutes after them arriving at his friends, having been arguing with her all night, I'm assuming over text because I'm getting the vibe Alex wasn't part of this night out, okay? He stated that in those 10 minutes, him and his friends were just chatting to Amy and her friend innocently. His other two mates and her two mates were in the bedrooms separately. Okay, so Amy and Alex were only, no, not Alex, your boyfriend. Amy and your boyfriend were only at this party for 10 minutes after party and then Alex comes to pick her up in a rage okay sorry I have to talk things through because otherwise I just don't get it I'm really unable to follow things at the moment this is really not an ideal um person to be reading a podcast like this is it just shut up I'm literally sick of myself um if you haven't clicked off honestly thank you (laughs) I actually love you 
I also checked with a friend that he was supposedly with as my boyfriend was at work at the time with limited access to his phone. So thought this was the perfect time to check the stories and his story matched my boyfriend's. Okay, so you've done a bit of research here and all all the clues are adding up, yeah? Perfect, this is a relief. Anyway, my boyfriend apologised for not telling me he went back to his friends but said he didn't tell me as he knew I would be annoyed at the situation. Too right, honey. Which is true, as all his friends are single, although one is never interested in girls, which is the one he was with. Okay, that's always reassuring, isn't it? Let's be honest. He said that Amy had been arguing with Alex all night and that he grew even angrier at the fact that she went back to my boyfriend's friend's house with her friends. Okay, so Alex just was getting a bit jealous and possessive and didn't want his girlfriend going to this after party, so he got all pissed off and went and picked her up. Bit controlling, if you ask me, whatever. Okay. I confronted Alex's girlfriend. Isn't it Sally? Did we call her Sally? I'm pretty sure we called her Sally. Oh, I've just realised Sally was from the last dilemma. Okay, well, we're calling Alex's girlfriend Sally for this one, just for my brain. Okay, guys. Got it. Everyone on board? Because I certainly am not. I confronted Alex's girlfriend and she denied everything and apologised that this situation had occurred and said her boyfriend was extremely jealous as she worked with my boyfriend. Alex saw him as easy ammunition as he was angry and thought it'd be more believable choice. Okay, but what? why would Alex just want to like destroy a relationship? Like, what does Alex have against your boyfriend that he wants to destroy a relationship? And why would he want people going around thinking that his girlfriend cheated on him? That doesn't make sense to me. Okay. I confronted Alex with this and she... And he said she was just scared of telling me and scared of my boyfriend. He print screened me cryptic messages from her to him of her apologising to him, but she never said she cheated on him. Okay, so we're getting an apology, but we're not getting clarification on what for. Anyway, I decided to trust my extinct... I guess I'm going to assume she means instinct. Anyway, I decided to trust my instinct and believe my boyfriend as I do trust him and didn't want to chuck our eight-year relationship away for the sake of a teenage relationship that sounded very toxic. I blocked both of them because the situation really affected my mental health and didn't want to be a pawn in their really fucked up game. Still to this day, I think about it now... Oh, I think about it now and then, and although I've decided to trust his word over hers, I still wonder why it was him that was targeted and how random this would have been just to make up. We've now been together for 10 years and are in the best place we could ever be. I, however, would love your thoughts and advice on what you would have done had you have been me. Love you. Bye. Oh my God, I can only apologize for the actual mess I made of that dilemma. I'm starting to think I should just quit this podcast because I don't have what it takes. Like I actually don't. <laughs> I'm joking, please, please don't back up that idea. I really don't want to give up this podcast. It is literally everything to me. Anyway, so let me do a little summarize for my brain and for anybody who I just made it pain- painful to get through that. So, oh my goodness. So your boyfriend's gone on a night out. He's gone to an after party with a girl this girl's boyfriend's gone they cheated on us with each other and everyone's gone no they didn't that never happened basically that's literally the story in short right and you're like okay I believe my boyfriend because his friend's story backed it up she's denied it the only person that's actually saying this has happened is her boyfriend and he wasn't there okay and you decide to forgive him, blah, blah, blah. You've been together 10 years and you're, it's still on your mind. My personal thoughts is... I don't I don't condone cheating, okay? But I feel like if you've decided to take his word for it, you just have to work on forgetting about the situation. Like, you just have to then go, okay, this is the decision I've made. And you made it years ago now. Like this happened when you were together seven years and now it's been 10. So this has been years. Um, and that was a decision you decided to make years ago. So I think there is, there's no going back. Like there's no point ending the relationship now. Do you know what I mean? You, you're in the best place you've ever been, you said. So it's like, well, you're not just going to end the relationship. That's not an option. So I think the only thing you can do is go, right, I decided that I believe him. I decided I'm not going to listen to outside noise. I'm going to trust my boyfriend. I'm going to trust the relationship for what I believe it is. And it's just me and him over the world, against the world. Yeah. So I think we have to forget about the situation. 
it's been years you've decided you believe him so we're going to stick with that we aren't we aren't going to think about it ever again every time it comes into your head we're going to go nope not doing it stop enough we're not going to talk to ourselves we're not going to keep bringing it up it's only going to cause damage to yourself to your trust to your relationship to the way that you look at him to the way that you look at the relationship to the way that you see yourself and there's no point so I think every time it comes into your head we say no enough not doing that I'm not doing that to myself I deserve better than that I love myself this is what I've decided to do and I'm sticking with it it's been years now what's the point thinking about this anymore and I do think it's easier to sort of do like get past this because it was just a rumored kiss where all signs were pointing to bullshit all signs were pointing to there's just this fucking guy that's made it up for whatever fucked up reason compared to sex or like a whole affair like it was just this guy who said oh your boyfriends kiss my girlfriend and everyone's gone no they didn't so I think don't think about it anymore it was three years ago you've made your decision let's stick with it we believe the boyfriend we love our boyfriend everything is fine my relationship's the best it's ever been why am I going to keep thinking about it I don't deserve to live like that yeah that's my honest opinion I think fuck it who fucking cares anymore it's been three years you believe your boyfriend and that's all that matters okay I love you so much you're amazing and just enjoy this relationship because you said it's the best it's ever been so just enjoy it and love it because I love you so much okay guys gorge absolutely loved it I feel like I just absolutely murdered every single dilemma this week like I literally just could not get it out like, I, I literally don't know what's wrong with me I literally don't oh before I go I actually thought of something that I've never mentioned on the podcast like a really juicy secret so you guys this oh my god sorry this is really important like I actually can't believe I've never mentioned this on the podcast it's totally off topic from anything we've discussed this week but fuck it I just want to say it while I'm here so do you want to know if your boyfriend has nudes on his phone because I can show you how to do it I've literally got a hack okay this is toxic just a little warning disclaimer toxic all right but if you've got an inkling that he might have nudes if there's rumors if you feel like you might have seen it one time I can help you unless it's in like a little safe app or like in his um hidden album then this won't work but if it's in his public photo album which he never is and he's just a fucking idiot and he deserves to be caught I mean they all deserve to be caught but whatever here's what we're gonna do we get our boyfriend's phone again not condoning this behavior it's toxic okay I it's toxic but if you have reason to think this and do this if your gut's telling you I can just help I can help you can do it on your own phone to test it we open the camera roll we search Brazier. I can never remember how you pronounce that word but I'm pretty sure it's Brazier. I always think it's brasserie but that's a cafe yeah we search Brazier. I think that's how you say it Brazier. When you search that on your camera roll, comes up with nudes, comes up with underwear pics, comes up with bikini pics, do it on your phone. Yeah. Okay. And if you do it on your boyfriend's phone, God fucking help you. (laughs) It scares me. Like who has anxiety right now? Who's going home to do this? Please don't. It's actually scary. But I I remember when I gave the OnlyFans tip of how, how to find out if your boyfriend has an account on OnlyFans like to try and sign up with his email address right and you guys loved it so when I remembered this hack that I saw I think I saw it on TikTok or what no it was like a meme I saw it like on Twitter like one of those meme pictures um and I've carried it through my life listen I've not done it well I have done it actually I have done it once (laughs) I've done it all right, I had to test it. I had to do it. Um, and it works, basically. Granted, it, I did it on my own phone too. Lots of bikini pics. I did it recently, actually. It came up with all my holiday pics. I was like, that's depressing. I'd love to go on holiday right now. But anyway, that's a little toxic tip for you. Toxic, Leah on the line, toxic tips. That's an episode. Toxic tips. No, let's not encourage toxic behavior, shall we? No, 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 no. But anyway, I just like say you have, like, say there's a rumor that someone's been sending news to your boyfriend. 
maybe this will be helpful for you. I'm just trying to look out for you. I'm not trying to cause any toxic relationships, okay? But it might save you. You never know. You never know when you might need to pull that trick out the bag. So I just felt like I should, it would be wrong of me to keep that to myself. I mean, there's probably a ton of you that already know that. So imagine that's not even like a secret. Everyone's like, we know, Leo, we literally know. We've known this since 2013. But anyway, let's just wrap up the episode, shall we? Okay, guys, I loved this week. I mean, I'm really annoyed at myself because I just couldn't speak to this. couldn't get my words out. I just don't know what's the matter with me. It's really bothering me, to be honest. I'm just getting me quite depressed. Is, like, numerical dyslexia a thing? Because I think I have it. Like, can you be dyslexic with maths? Because when I tell you, it's actually scary, like, how bad I am at maths. Like, I'm convinced I've done the right equation in my head. And I will explain it to you and I will explain it to you five times and you will tell me it's wrong and I don't believe you. Like, I'll be like, listen, five add 11 is 21. Wait, it is five, 11. Oh my God. See, see, that was not fake. That was not fake. I did not put that on for the cameras. I believe that in my head then. This is what happens. I really believe it. What is 11 add five? Six. 16 12 13 14 15 16 yeah and I just was convinced it was 21 and this is what happened to me and it's actually really embarrassing because when I tell you I'm being serious I'm being serious I think it's 21 and it happens and I'll be like this I'll be like yes it is and my mum like my boyfriend my sister my brother they're like no it isn't it's 16 and I'll be like it's 21 are you stupid they're like you you're actually there's actually something wrong with your brain like if you think that that's the answer to that maths question there's actually something wrong with you and I do and I was watching locked in the other day where they were doing the maths game and I was playing and answering out loud and <laughs> I was wrong on every single one and I was convinced and they were quite easy like these guys were smashing them out smashing out the answers and I was convinced I was like <laughs> easy 41 <laughs> wrong I was like, oh my god, that's so easy. It's obviously twelve. Wrong. Is it a thing? Please tell me if that if that's actually a thing. Because I think I've got it. Yeah. So I'm concerned for my brain. I think basically, have I ever told you guys a story about when I got knocked out as a child? I don't know if I ever have. Basically, I banged heads with someone, and apparently, I was completely knocked unconscious. I feel like I have told the story, but anyway, I pissed myself. I literally, I was like in primary school. I think I was year six at the time, and I remember feeling like I'd woken up in maths class. And then I spoke to my friend and she was like, what's the matter with you? And I was like, where am I? Like, how did I get here? Why am I in my pyjama shorts? I mean, PE shorts, pyjama shorts, PE shorts. And she was like, oh, you, well, you weed yourself. And I was like, what? I weed my pants. And she was like, yeah, you literally, we were playing chase, like you do. And I banged heads with this guy called Cameron, actually. And apparently I was just out cold and I was on the floor and I weed my pants. Like, what the fuck? Is that quite scary? Anyway, I went to hospital that night to have, like, an x-ray on my brain. But the wait was two hours. So, my dad was like, well, do you feel all right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, let's just go. So, we left. And I never got an x-ray on my brain. But I think that's why I can't count. (laughs) Honestly, I lost my memory that day. Because I felt like I woke up in maths. And my memory as a child is really quite blurry. Like, I can't remember much. Like, when I look at photos, I'm like, I don't remember that. You know what I mean? Like, say when you're 20 and you look at a picture from when you was 10, so 10 years ago, you remember that. Like, you remember that jumper, you remember the house you were in, you remember the park. But then when you're 15 and you look at a picture from when you was five, you don't remember that. You don't remember that top, you don't remember that jumper, you don't remember that dress, you don't remember that sofa. Or do you? Because I certainly don't. And maybe it's all thanks to Cameron. Honestly seriously but isn't that crazy and it still bothers me to this day because I still don't get it I still don't get what happened to me why did I feel like I woke up in the middle of a lesson like it's like I just was like zoom and I'm in my body you know like when you get hypnotized and they're like you're back in the room that's actually what it felt like and I was looking around me thinking how the fuck did I get here how did I get here but maybe I lost my memory in that second maybe my memory went then and I was like where am I isn't that crazy like this happened this is a story this happened to me i'm not joking and maybe it's why i can't read maybe it's why i can't understand dilemmas maybe it's why i can't count i can't talk 
Maybe it's why I've got five personalities, you know what I mean? So anyway, this is literally so annoying. Oh, please, I hope you guys aren't sick of me. You're about to be sick of me. I hope you're not. Don't talk to me, I'll murder you. The pain of my heart. Who loves that? I'm gonna kill my mom. I'm gonna kill my grandma. That's not right, guys. I'm gonna kill my dad. Anyway, oh my god, this is what I mean. This is all thanks to Cameron. What's happened to my brain? Thank you, Cameron. You've ruined my brain. My brain is scrambled to pieces thanks to your big head in the playground. Anyway, love you guys so much. I hope you have the best week. I can't wait to talk to you guys on Friday. And yeah, you guys are amazing. Send me all your confessions. Oh my god, I haven't done confessions again. I haven't done it again. Oh, too late now. It's too late now. And I forgot last week as well. Oh my god, is she? This is thank you, Cameron. You my memory's still shit. <laughs> I love you guys so much, and I will speak to you on Friday for a brand new episode. I love you. Bye! The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.